the dym podcast there boss taking it off boss taking it off boss oh somebody <laughs> did their homework go, go around the other side boss <laughs> <laughs> all right go around Sean. <laughs> hello there everybody and uh, this is the dym podcast that you're listening to and i am one of your hosts i am sean uh, today i am uh cool hand dutch i'm i'm we're we're gonna have uh, we're, we're getting in the mood and i'm joined who very quickly you changed yours to the perfect I- um uh, name Cool Breeze Luke. Did you not see that I changed my name on the on the? Um... This was I swear to God done independently of yours before Get I came out of here. The, I swear to God before I came in, we sign on to our Mikey. Our producer sends us the, a link, and yeah. before I see the gang, and it's on uh, Streamyard. Shawnee sign in. You can change your username on what it shows on the screen, and that's where I always like to have fun with it. I change mine up every week. I swear to God, it was done independently before I saw yours. That's so funny because like so to fill people in, basically, um, uh, last week uh, was a was a revelation. Last week was yeah, was an earth shattering episode where I admitted to, to uh, I admitted to the uh, the cool breeze <laughs> that I had never seen <laughs> Cool Hand Luke, which is like which is probably my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> so it's like Jaws um, the Cool Hand back to back. Yeah, it's Andy's. Andy loves this movie. He's brought it up multiple times. It's been one of the one We've of the done de- a defend your movie <laughs> against it, where Shawnee faked the whole thing. Fake, 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 fake. That's what he did to me. <laughs> he faked it. So, With a poker um, face too. The whole time you're just oh, uh, every dude. time I talk about it in public, you just yeah, yeah. That was a great scene. Hell yeah, who's it? What is it? Uh, no, Paul Redford. Is- I mean Paul Newman. The key is you say nothing. You say <laughs> always Cheers keep your mouth you. shut and never talk to the cops. What is it? Oh, no, no, never rat in your friends. Yeah, always again? keep your mouth shut. Always, always keep your mouth shut. Uh, so last week there was a revelation that I had never seen Cool Hand Luke. And like we just said, it's an- one of Andy's second favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a big deal for the podcast. So I promised to watch Cool Hand Luke for this week's episode. And I absolutely did it. Oh, man, oh, man, say, I absolutely loved it, but I absolutely I did love it. I did love okay, it. I, we'll start off with that. We'll start off with my impressions. Of, I did love it. Right. But you know what? It's so funny about and if I can um, explain um, when it comes to these movies, it's so it, I, I'm, I'm beating myself up for not watching this, obviously, years sooner because you there's a certain amount of magic that you miss because these movies affect other movies. Right. So oh, yeah. they're, they're, he's inspiring all sorts of modern day movies, not even modern day. You're missing Simpsons references and Seinfeld. Like- and I thought I knew enough just on from it not seeing it, but knowing just being in the in the world and and knowing yeah. enough of the references. But holy cow, would I have looked at 
Oh, brother, where art thou? Completely different. <laughs> yep. If I yep. had seen Cool Hand Luke first, like, like, don't get me wrong, it's not the same movie, but I talk about heavily freaking influenced. Like, I've I've read enough stuff about Oh, brother, where art thou, which I'm a fan of. It's not my favorite movie of all time, but like, I like it a lot. And it's um, up there in my probably top it, five Coens. Yeah, yeah, and um, man, oh man, I don't think I've ever. Maybe I, maybe I missed it. I don't think I. I don't think I've ever read anybody mentioning. Oh my God! The the, the I mean, guard, for the, the chain gang. But you know, you got the chain gang. You know, the the the. the, the but the only thing difference is the religious undertones. The whole thing of like the the building towards death. It, 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 it's it's supposed to even in No Brother Art though it's, it doesn't come to fruition. The whole mm-hmm. thing's about death. The whole thing's about dying. They just don't have the main like. Well, spoiler at this point, but I mean like. And um, the, the the guard with the sunglasses. Um, sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that Oh Brother Ward that was a specific, um, specifically based on the Odyssey, and Cool yes. Hand Luke is basically specific to the Jesus character. Exactly. So yes, uh, yeah. They do have a similar arc, but the the Odyssey draws heavily on religion, so that crossover is natural because you have. You know, not obviously the similarities of the movies, the, uh, the chain gang and stuff like that, too. But just the the source material that both draw from are have crossing over points. So, yes, like the um, uh, prison guard in Cool Hand Luke and the uh, what do you what do you call him in Row Brother the, right there? The I marshal the, or the whatever he is. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the guy with the sun, the, the sunglasses is the common sure. bomb between those guys. It's the Mr. It's Kroger. The, the, it's like the man with it's Mr. Kroger. Yeah, it's the man with no name. It's the guy, it's the, the guy with Kruger. sunglasses. The, um, so that's the whole idea. It's the no named villain that you can't see his eyes, and it's supposed it's supposed to be the 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 devil, I guess. In both, or one of them is Punctious Pilot, I guess. Or would in Cool Hand Luke would is the guard Punctious Pilot because um yeah I think that's so. who ends up. He died, right. dies at the hands crucifying of crucifying yeah. Luke. Yeah, essentially. Sorry. Spoilers. Right. Right. The movie's been out for 41 years. We're just learning, Sean. Um, <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, no spoilers uh, here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the movie's been out for so long. It, it, it's not even 40 years. I think it's more. I think it's like 40. What year was it? 67, I want to say, or 69. Yeah, it's way more. It's like 50 years. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so. Um, good at man. Uh, <laughs> so overall, I was a big, big fan of the movie. I liked it, but I really, of course, I should have watched this when I was uh, a, a, at least college age human being. That's you exactly I mean? when I saw it. Yeah. And um, and the amount of influence this movie, um, the amount of movies this movie influences is remarkable and you know pulling all the tropes of a prison movie prison break movie of you know even even it's around that time when they started doing all these jesus references it's like you know like i know scorsese does it a lot um Mm -hmm. he did a raging bull it's super common but i'm sure i'm sure this has got to be one of the early ones to to pull that unless there's old like you know german movies with, with the jesus references in there but to have it that much um that prevalent and like you know the whole the base the characters based off of it uh based off jesus like that literally there's it's you know the whole idea of him digging the hole and just him being broken and you know all that kind of stuff is is mm-hmm. 
is very Jesus like. So overall, oh. uh, yeah, it was it was great. And um, I mean, the and the biggest one is after eating the eggs, he's basically in the crucifixion pose. Uh, it's, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he, even with the even with the legs crossed, like it's, it could not be a, a, yeah. identical. Yeah. And he's, and he's no on wood. He's, that one. he's on a no table. It. It's, the, it's the least subtle reference to Jesus in <laughs> modern <laughs> cinema. They're really beating over you, beating you, beating over the head with that one. On that point, that's the thing. It's, cool. it, it, looks, that's, like, like, I, like that was so prevalent that, like, uh, at one point, you could think one of the characters is like, "Hey, Jesus, are you gonna break out again?" I mean, "Hey, Luke, are you gonna break?" Out? <laughs> Just by accident, calls him Jesus. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, Jesus, how 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 about those huevos today?" <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Andy, uh, yes, yes, I'm sir. a very, I'm a fan of the movie, and um, and now I, I'm, I'm glad to have that bridge crossed in, in our relationship. That I was, I'm I apologize for lying. Basically, I, I didn't <laughs> lie per se. I just didn't. I just omitted the fact that I never watched it. I just kind of just glossed over it. Didn't yeah. bring it up. I was never asked directly if I've seen it. Uh, so right. I yeah, you could testify in court that you, you and you'd get off, but. <laughs> But uh, yes, yeah, and, and uh, you know, um, George Kennedy is in it, who is an old time oh. actor who I every time I see George Kennedy in a movie now, I think of how uh, he there's a there's a mystery science theater where they make fun of some like private eye movie that he made. I forget the name of it. <laughs> and they he got like publicly mad that they were making fun of the movie on mystery oh, science theater. Like, he tried to shut them down from like making fun of it. Oh, then he went on to be the biggest buffoon in uh, Naked in, Gun. In Naked Gun, exactly. Yeah, he kind of got it after a while. But in uh, Mystery Science Theater, I forget the name of the – maybe one of the uh, – out there in DYM Nation, you can tell us the name of the movie. He's a private eye, and he's in bed with a um, a woman, and there's a six-pack of beer at the end of the bed, and he picks it up with his toe in the movie. He picks, <laughs> picks up a six-pack of beer, which is a pretty cool move if you really think about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been watching them again recently. I like the uh, the new ones too. They've got a good cast, and they're just as funny. Uh, yeah, I I was a I didn't I haven't watched the new ones. Um, and a buddy of ours is I don't know if you know Jonah, but he's the main he's the I've been Joel guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. nice he guy. essentially plays Joel. And if you're old movie, yeah, I mean that made me cackle when I was a kid and it's still they did one a new one on Mac and me which if you know anything about that oh god well so funny dude it's so the, funny the famous Mac and me thing is the Paul Rudd yeah, Paul every Rudd. time he would do Conan he would always say he was going he was cutting to a clip of his newest movie and it'd be a scene from Mac and me it'd be another weird scene <laughs> but Mac and me was like the ripoff um ET correct like it's McDonald's made a movie ripping off et because et was so popular mcdonald's the restaurant thought they and would that's, make a, that's an, why an the, the character yeah mac yeah right. mac yeah 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 it's, it's so so Jesus. bad and so dumb and it's perfect for mystery science theater fodder it's so funny go ahead they're all on netflix if you want to watch them and all the mystery science theaters are so great they're so fun but let me ask you when you like when you, I, I never actually saw Mac and Me. To be honest, I never saw it. When did you see it as a kid, Shocking. Mac and Me? <laughs> <laughs> did you see it as a kid? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Until... Oh, so you didn't even see it either. But like, um... I have seen it. Oh, oh, that's what. Oh, you didn't see Not it when I was later. a kid, though. I was answering your question truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. 
uh, Mac and me, uh, I when I, I I knew of it when it came out. I never when you're a kid, you're not. Ma- I, maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe I was just a dumb kid. I was. I didn't make the connection. Oh my god, it's exactly like ET. No, no, I was a dumb kid. I never yeah, 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 made it at all. <laughs> I didn't even put is. together the fact that it was a thing from McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I didn't. No way. I didn't know that till just now. Till you just told me. Well, the funny part is, if you, you've never seen it, there's a gigantic, like, finale in a McDonald's restaurant. It's so <laughs> funny. There's like a musical number in a McDonald's. It's so so bad and hilarious. Go oh watch. It's like a great bad watch. Like you'll have fun <laughs> watching it. You know. So that's like early product placement. That's like that's like the most product 100%. placement you can get. Yeah, that's 100%. crazy. Yeah. So um uh, yeah, man. I'm glad you enjoyed Cool Hand Luke. Did you notice a young uh Dennis Hopper's Baba Lugats? Yeah. A young yeah. um uh who he just recently died. Uh oh, what's his name? Peter, not Scarrett. Um who am I thinking of? Gosh darn it, Christ on the cross. Who played what? Oh, old timey actor. He was also in. You mean the guy who was in Get Smart? That guy? Um, wasn't that the guy? One of the cat. One of the guys was in Get Smart. Was he not? He was Matt, whatever his name is. But that's not who you're thinking of. You're thinking of. Now, I know who you're thinking of, and it's not who I'm thinking of. It's a three named uh, fucker. What's that asshole's name? Who was he in the movie? Oh, oh, Harry he Dean was, Stanton. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Harry, Harry Dean. Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it, and yeah. he has a small role. Dennis Hopper has a really small role. Like I might have been. Yeah. Maybe this is his first. Was this his first movie? Maybe. Uh, I know. So what was when was Easy Rider? Sixty. I mean, Cool Luke was sixty-seven. So Easy Rider, I think Easy Rider might have been sixty-nine. Yeah, I think it was yeah, 69. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one uh, one thing I love about this movie has a character called Dog Boy. That's always good to have a character yeah, named Dog Boy. Dog Boy. But also, I can't take Things movies with dead dogs. Then. I can't when there's dead dogs in movies. I can't take it. It's too. That's upsetting. not even a bad. That's not a bad dog dead scene. It's not. It, well, no, because they didn't just, build up the emotion. But j- there was a dead dog. I tell you Blue. right now. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you think the dogs that that. The dog's name Blue, and then Blue in old school is Maybe. named Blue because of Cool Hand Luke. It's, I think it is. It's, it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> but Man, see, all uh, these yeah, references, great, you know. not getting them. Yeah. I know, dude. I you must be listening to uh, Guns N' Roses Civil War now, and it's, it's a whole new <laughs> meaning on you. Um, so, so you know what we have here well, is failure to communicate. Strother Martin, who's so great. I um I you know what I will Joanne say Fleet. this. I did know that was Cool Hand Luke. I knew that line was Cool Hand Luke. Oh, really? But I didn't realize why they put it in the song is because it's like the last thing he says. Also, yeah. like but, but, you yeah. know, Luke. That's the yeah, yeah. But that's the warden, but the or captain, the captain. Some I'm gonna start man. calling everybody captain and boss. <laughs> it's but so yeah, man. Good, man. It's it's got really it, got a high rewatchability too. It's just I it flip test for me all the way. I can't turn it off if it's on. I'm stuck. I love it. I, you know what we should do? We should do a flip test bracket episode. Sure. Didn't we? I think we did flip test matchups at one point, but we could do like almost right, like when I we mean, did this podcast and making me thirsty and they did like Seinfeld line. We should have done we, a uh, we missed the March Madness. We usually I do know. A bracket, but and I do have one that uh, would have been fun. We don't have to go by the time constraints. We could do whatever. Do whatever we want. It's a free country. Whatever. Yeah. Um, did you watch anything this week? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a busy fucking week for me. 
I was running around and I really almost didn't have much downtime. And I honestly uh, have been playing a lot of video games and not watching movies. But I just well, started This is a Robbery. So I'm interested to see where that goes. I'm right on the very first episode. Saw the whole thing. Okay. That's the other thing I was going to. What I did, I watched the whole thing. I know, but <laughs> not a competition. No. Oh, no. What I was saying, I was saying that implying that it's bittersweet because I wanted to talk about it and I can't talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Fuck. you kind of discussed it, but um, I'm interested in that kind of thing. I love a good heist. You know, I love a heist. So the um, episodes are there. There's four. There's four episodes. Oh, okay. And I will say this. One thing I can talk about is, man, I really I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before. I love anything mafia related. I am such a, I know it's such an obvious statement and I might've even said this before, but dude, I could, the, the mafia elements, oh, there's a little bit of mafia elements in this, in this, not a little bit. The, the mafia is part of this thing. It's not giving it away. It's just part of this, this heist thing, right? This heist uh, show. This is a robbery. Yeah. I could have watched 20 more hours straight on them talking about the Boston. Uh, I haven't um, even gotten there. Okay. Yeah. Boston Mafia. Yeah. Yeah. I ha- I could I could watch every Mafia documentary uh, in, in one sitting, like in a row. I, I, that's how much I love that shit. Like I don't even know where it comes from. Maybe it comes from like watching so many Mafia movies as a kid or something, and Probably. it just seeps into your brain. And you're like, yeah. But it's it's from a place of like this is so cool. It's not from a place of I like. Know. I oh. always thought I'd be a cool Mafia guy. You um. Do you think you'd be, do you think do you really think that we would make good mafia guys? Do you think you would make a good? You don't think you would rat on anybody? I, I'd I'd fold in a fucking New York. <laughs> <laughs> what? what do you think it would take? What do you? So, like, <laughs> they have the you in the room. Guy, all you would have to do is yell at me, and I'd be like, "I'm sorry, Mister." <laughs> it was Tony Falacci the whole time. <laughs> You start, or Joe you start, that was the guy that was like the original rat, Joe Valachi. Yeah, you start giving up people that aren't even involved in, like, in the in whatever they're trying yeah, to talk yeah, to you yeah. about. I do the chunk from Goonies, I go, and then in third grade, <laughs> I took a Snickers bar from the quick check. <laughs> he just everything comes out. Yeah, I would be. I like to think, like, I watch those documentaries, and I'm like, I wouldn't rat, I wouldn't rat, but if they were like, right. They were like, oh, they're just going to murder you anyway. I'd be like, oh, okay. I'll just tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. The mafia used to have the, you know, the Omerta was the code of silence where it used to be a badge of honor that you'd go to prison and be taken care of for keeping your silence. And then once the first domino fell, it just be like all the old mafia guys. I don't know how many of them are left, but they would like, even if you watch kind of Soprano stuff, they'd go. Yeah, this thing of ours is not what it once was. You got guys, they rat nowadays. It's like they're nostalgic for the days when guys didn't rat and could do a bid. You yeah, know what but I mean? you know what ends up happening? And it's not just, you know what it is? It's to do time. It's a middle management thing. So these guys just think they're not appreciated enough. That's, that's that the thing. Be. Like, I was watching the, um, I was watching a documentary, and I don't know if I mentioned this already on the podcast, but I was watching a documentary about the real Sopranos family, like the one that's based Ooh. on in Jersey. 
I think I was even watching it on like YouTube. And one of the things that it really stood out to me is that a lot of these guys, they turn because they're not making much money. They're making like a decent day jobs amount of money. So back in the day, they're making like 60, 70 grand, like say like 25 right, years right, ago, right. 60, 70 grand. Right. So, and they don't think they're appreciated. That's the thing. When, when, when it's like when you right. have a boss at a regular job and you're like, my boss doesn't realize what I do for this place. That's why yeah, yeah. these guys are turning over <laughs> because money too. It's so funny that like it, it, like that the mafia have like an HR department or something. Just be like a goes, you know, yeah. <laughs> Don Giovanni doesn't even notice I wrote this guy. <laughs> yeah, just, I just have thank you is all I ask for. <laughs> mafia performance reviews, just yeah. like. <laughs> Listen, you only whacked like three people this week. I can't. Yeah, I don't know if we can even. You got to get your numbers up, bud. <laughs> uh, we can't. You know. <laughs> Yeah. We got to add more to your, we got to just, you have to spend your time management is awful. You're racketeering <laughs> and then you're, you don't have enough time to whack and then you're leaving evidence and you know, I, you have to, you're all over the map. We're going to have, we're going to get you um, a planner. We're going to get you a day planner and we're going to get you uh, a Microsoft office suite. Uh, so you can track Microsoft office suite. That little safety pin comes up. Goes, <laughs> I noticed you haven't been whacking anybody. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the but that's really what it boils down to with a lot of these guys is like, hey, they're like, I'm not being yeah. uh, I'm not being paid Promoted, enough. I'm not. You know, it's, yeah. Imagine if like you that was like one of your one of your day jobs you had like that you um, <laughs> it was like mafia rules at your day job. Like you were unsatisfied. You were unsatisfied. So you just went to the government and told them all the shit your boss was doing. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and it, it gets you out of like having to work there anymore. Just, like, you're like, just being bitchy about it. <laughs> you, you know, you don't notice me. Well, I'm going to go rat to the feds. <laughs> live yeah, my life. Yeah. Like the, uh, live the rest of my life like a schnook. But man, oh man, like mafia movies and like They're and, the best. I, what is it about that? life is it because it's so out of touch is it because it's something we all would want i don't know if we would want that like i i can't kill anybody you know like no never in a million i can't, I, I, I actually do you ever think I can't that hurt people this is kind of heavy but do you ever th put in your head like imagine if i had to kill someone because there's certain times yeah where i'm like yeah I'm, I'm like i'm like oh yeah I, I had to I, defend myself and you know like or, or like my mom was getting mugged or something well that's a little know? bit different that's a little different if you go if you do a hit imagine like just melting down like the minute it would An happen i just melt down yeah but a lot of those guys are like, like, so basically it's just an organization of sociopaths. Like that's what you realize from right. like you watch Sopranos, you watch all these things. So these guys, they have such traumatic childhoods that mm -hmm. the killing is not a big deal. Like some of them don't kill some of them, you know, cause they can't do it and they re almost realize it. They don't have those guys kill, but a lot of them they're killing. They're not just killing because they're like, it's part of this mafia related world. They're just doing it for fun as well. You know? Right. Right. I think you touched upon it too, though, is that a lot of these guys are, brought in at such a young age and it's such a familial thing that that is all they know so that stuff is kind of naturalized so it's just like yeah when you have to kill somebody eventually you're gonna have to kill somebody so it just seems like it's your turn and it's a natural thing to happen so it's not unusual or out of the ordinary you know yeah if you have the mentality that way like think about you know they say the same thing about like racism it's like well if that if, if this child grew up in a racist household that seems normal to him Yes. So he acts that way. So it's got to be the right. same thing. It's like, well, if you were the Don's son, 
and you just saw people getting uh, erased and rubbed out your whole life. And then it's just now you're growing up. It's now your turn. So that just seems like natural to you. And, you know, the order of things. Yeah. Like, and, and I saw the mafia. When you, <laughs> I understand when women. I figured out women. <laughs> when you're a kid, you're so impressionable. So, and I'm still impressionable. Right. Yeah. You're picking up things left and right. So it's like, yeah, you're even, even if you're, even if that side of things is being hid, hidden from you as a kid, you're still yeah. picking up to like, hey, I had an Uncle Joey and now I don't. And nobody talks about Uncle Joey anymore. <laughs> right, like, right, right. It's that kind of mindset. So it just ends up being. Yeah, you're just like, oh, even if you don't realize it, normalizing murder is just be seeping into your brain. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I, I just think, yeah, regular schmoes think mafia guys are cool. You know, like it's like the yeah. same way I'm like, I think this regular cool. schmo. I think right mafia here. guys are cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, what'd you say? The same way what? It's like I, I'm like it's the same way I'm like firemen are really cool guys. I, I like I say the same thing about mafia. I'm like mafia guys are pretty cool. You know? Yeah, it just because we have another... glorified them so much in media over the years, and that leaves an impression. You know, mm -hmm. these guys kind of do whatever they want. Uh, they don't give a shit. They're rich. They get all the girls. You go. That's pretty cool. That guy. Yeah, and then it's also like. I there's definitely a time frame of mafia guy that I like, and it's the Goodfellas time frame. Like that's yeah. the most attractive 50s, mafia 60s, uh, life to me. Yeah, like even all the guys now, when you hear about all this different thing, like even when it comes to like John Gotti, when it was like when John Gotti would took over, and anything like if, if you watch, like that's why Goodfellas is such a better movie than Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> well, Have you watched the Armand Desante version? No, though? but you said it's, it's not pretty bad, good. Right? But let's be the honest, DVD somewhere they're probably making him way more, way fancier than Gotti actually was. I still haven't seen the John Travolta E from Entourage cut, but it uh, is an abomination. I like if for filmmaking, it, it it should be whacked. The whole movie should be whacked. <laughs> that would have been such a great review. Dude, this movie it, should have been rubbed out. Yeah, dude, it it is one of those things Thank where. You. I watched it like you can't even call it a movie. Like, that's how bad yeah. it is. I remember you were like, I'm going to go to the theater and watch it for fun. I was like, I can't waste money on that. I went and then. Oh, yeah. Because then we, we talked about it on the podcast. Of, I don't know if you were on that episode where where my friend Pat Stango, who is of Italian descent, came in and ironically defended Gotti. Like he came into when we used to the <laughs> right. studio at Alex's and he would. He's like, what are you talking about? It's a, it's a classic. What do you mean? And I'm like, and it was getting my blood was boiling. I'm like, nobody should even say that as a joke. Like, that's how bad that movie is. Uh, and it's unwatchable. But the, then when I realized what you find out later is that John Gotti's son produced the movie. Ooh. So think about what type of atmosphere there was for E from Entourage on the Jesus set of Christ. Gotti, not trying to piss off John Gotti's like grandson or son or whatever it is, being like, sure, we could not put in that time where you killed yeah. the kid. Yeah, sure. Well, we I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you the DVD of the of the Gotti Armando Santo one. It's it's good. I'm telling you, you'll like it. It's a very good movie. Yeah, but how accurate is it? You know what I mean? Who cares? <laughs> It's a good mafia flick, you know. Well, the, the my favorite part, and I, I I must have brought this up on the episode we did about it, but my favorite part of the whole movie is when at one point the, the script is so bad 
Like it, the script is so bad, it literally opens up with Travolta as Gotti, like next to like the Brooklyn Bridge, going, oh. "This is New York. This is my town." Like it's, it, it's like it's like a one man show, like like a bad one man show, and uh, and then later on, one of the associates, I forget who it is, the character in the movie, but he goes, he goes, uh, "We got the whole town on lockdown. We got all five boroughs: Manhattan, the Bronx, Queens, Staten Island, Brooklyn." Like he lists, he lists oh, the oh, 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 the barrels. <laughs> That's so one funny. of my favorite things ever, ever. I don't know why that just reminded me. Of, you ever seen the Family Guy where uh, the guy puts on a one-man show and he does all the same voices for all the same people? Oh, it's, like, yeah, it's my favorite thing ever. He goes, yeah, we <laughs> I remember. Don't, don't we don't we say that to each other? Or maybe that's not you. Oh, he yeah, goes, but he goes, yeah. Uh, you know. Back in the day, I remember I'd get with my friend Tony and we'd play b-ball. B-ball. That's what we called it. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, that's what we called it back then. B-ball. And then he goes, and he goes, everybody had the same voice. And then he goes out to meet his family and they all have his they voice. All, it's a great callback. <laughs> He goes, and then he's he's making fun of it. Brian's making fun of it with Stewie, and then he goes over to the guy who made the, did the show, and he goes, he goes, Mark, what a journey! He just walks over. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, wow, what a journey, <laughs> dude! Um, I'll tell you right now, that one man show from Family Guy, that excerpt is better than the entire <laughs> Gotti the movie. B ball, that's what we called it. B ball. <laughs> <laughs> in Gotti, he's like stickball. That's what we called it back then. <laughs> Pasta sauce. That's what we ate back then. I love just, I just love how he named everything after you say something. He's like, you know, I'm a fan of the New York teams, the New York Knicks, the New York <laughs> Rangers, the New York Giants, the New York Yankees. <laughs> Gotti just they just list everything. It's, it's a conversation. Like, one of these mob guys takes forever. The OCD about it. You can't make it a thing or he gets really, really. Insecure. And it's, it also makes no sense because the, 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 the whole movie makes no sense. But mafia guys, they're not known for their details. Like they're I, never they're, like ever listen to one of those tapes that the, the FBI records with the mafia guys. And they're like, you talk to that guy yeah, about the thing. Very coded. Yeah. They're not sitting there going. They're not like, hey, you talk to that guy about the thing. And like who? Joseph. Uh, Michael, Anthony, Tony Boy. V, Tony C. Yeah. Like they're not listing shit. They're not just like <laughs> details are not what you want in the mafia. So nobody, nothing. even with Burroughs, you're not going to want it. Yeah. He's ordering a sandwich. He goes, nothing I love more than an Italian hoagie. Bread, lettuce, tomato, salami, ham, pepperoni, <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> oh, God. God, he's yeah. on a roll again. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you know, God, he loves pasta. Rigatoni, Panny, <laughs> Spaghetti, Fusilli, Fusilli Jerry. <laughs> oh, oh uh, Andy, Andy's dying. I'm having a conniption. <laughs> um, it's absolutely true. That's I think, that, and, and I know we're kidding around. Like obviously, I love women, like, boobs, legs, butts. <laughs> Women. Uh, uh, women, right boob, left boob, <laughs> vagina, clitoris, labia. Yeah. <laughs> Just gets down to the body parts. <laughs> oh my god! 
Like actually, if he was a student in school, he really would have done well because he really would have done well. Got a knack for listening. Yeah. There just would have been a diagram of New York City. Label all the boroughs of New York City with like the <laughs> lines. Great geography. The, the lines coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, my like, I'll watch any mafia movie. I'll watch any mafia documentary. I'll watch anything mafia related. And absolutely. It, like, and and that's why it's like, man, the genre, you know, they've done so much about it. At this point, you can spot an inauthentic mafia thing a mile mm-hmm. away. Yeah. That's why Gotti is so bad and <laughs> Goodfellas is so good and holds up so well. Like, Goodfellas, like, it holds up so well, that movie. It's crazy. Of course. Of course. Um, is it your number one? Mafia, uh, mafia movie yeah yeah I, what over name name we've done this i think maybe but what no i'm just over I, the godfather I, the godfather everybody's like pretty subjective on this answer because it's really hard to pick because those are three such perfect films you know uh what the two godfathers and the and goodfellas yeah um yeah but the godfather like i said the era that i like is this 60s 70s uh era of the mafia. So yeah. Godfather is like, like I think what they call it, like the gone with the wind of, of mafia. It's like one of those That's things a where it's way like, to put it. They're trying to make it very elab, very, very elaborate and very um, ornate. It's very ornate. And it's very, it's also like it's beautiful. The pacing. The pacing is very slow and, 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 and it's very beautiful. And it's yeah. really beautiful. And they're, and it's really romanticized. Once you get into Goodfellas, like the, that's why you know what's his name didn't win because it was a little bit punk rock the way that Goodfellas was made. Yeah, because it's nice. It's paced. Yeah, it's paced. It's fast. Scorsese yeah. figured out what he does and on Goodfellas. Yeah, and whoever picks, you know, what is the uh, the um foreign press or whatever it is or uh, the Academy Hollywood or whatever you know, press. yeah, Hollywood foreign press. Like they turn around and watch that and we're like. They probably back, think about it. Back in '89, they were like, "This is not a film. This is not a film." All these these jump cuts and <laughs> right, this and right. that. Like it was too too jarring for them. Probably yeah. that's why they were assholes and didn't give it to it. But it it changed the way that films were made, and and it also was dealing with a really hot, crazy topic. I, I don't know twenty, not even twenty. Think about how many years that was until he got into witness uh, relocation. So he went like oh, eighty, yeah, right? Yeah. Like. So he was in the program when that movie was made. You're talking like nine years after all that action happened. Like a lot mm-hmm. of some of these things happened were so fresh. So that's where that's why it was such a, uh, um, a, a so vibrant and so effective and so so entertaining and so like oh my god because you never seen anything like it before. Now we have all that. So we're going man, you better be really good if you're going to be a mafia movie because yeah, everybody kind of like just by the like especially guys like us, we just know enough now. <laughs> we're like right. Racine, you're like really Mike Racine, somebody who like just knows the whole history of the freaking sure, Italian sure. mafia. So at this point, it's like you really have to stand out as a mafia movie, you know? Yeah, I can't even. Has there been any good recent ones? that's the thing i don't even know like i it's i think like things have okay so what was the whitey bulger one was awful the one with johnny depp um really really bad and the book wasn't bad so that's why it was like uh really disappointing Um, (laughs) i just so was there any good recent ones i go oh right the irishman (laughs) <laughs> yeah but even the Irishman, it's not necessarily mafia per se it's, not gangster, mafia, really. it's gangster it's in that world but it's more about it's like the the, the, the theme of the irish yeah, which i probably said is organized crime i guess it's organized crime more than but the theme is like life is 
bullshit. Like the whole thing's bullshit. It's like it's like that's the kind. That's when you know they're doing it right. Is when all this stuff is so important. They're killing guys over this reason, that reason, whatever it is. And then yeah. the Sopranos, everything is like, oh my god, it's all about uh, this thing and 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 evading the cops and all this. And then they have that scene with Junior, which I've watched a million times on YouTube. Right when Junior is like full on dementia at this point, pretty much, and he's at like the state hospital. He's totally yeah. downtrodden and, and just desolate. And uh. And Tony showed up uh, he, about a money situation, about something being buried because the sister was looking for the money. And then he has no idea who Tony is. And then he has to tell him, he goes, you and my father ran North Jersey uh, for X amount of years, whatever he says. And then he looks at him, he goes, oh, really? That's nice. That's what he, that's what he said. <laughs> this is like glazed over face. Like that to me is also the point of the Irishman. When it gets to the end of the Irishman, it's brutal. That yeah, movie's brutal. It's the best part of the movie is that movie, as far as the film itself goes, is that last third of the movie. But it's sad as hell. Like it's so sad. They're all sad endings, really. None of them have happy endings. Right. Exactly. God, Goodfellas is not a happy ending. It's either everybody's dead or he's got to live his life like a schnook. Godfather Part Two. Michael dies. Uh, I mean, not not Michael dies. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Fredo died. He kills kills his whole family. Yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. There's no. You can't name one mafia movie at the end. <laughs> that would actually be so bad. A mafia movie ever worked out. in a weird way, Henry Hill did kind of skate on the life that a normal mafia guy like him that had. He did, in a way, get a, like he's alive and he was able to live. Well, he's not alive now, but he lived well into his like seventies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he did time, and but like he never got, uh, he never got killed. Uh, he was never. I mean, not for lack of trying either, but like he became a rat, and like usually those guys who go into the witness protection program either stay there for the rest of his life, but he couldn't stay away from the life, so he came back. He kept, and yeah. nobody rubbed him out for like fucking ratting or anything. So he did kind of. Get away! It was yeah, but I guess that's not a happy ending. I think no. his his uh, his saving grace was that he just out outlasted everybody. Yeah, everybody else was true. either because they they rounded up so all those guys. So uh, you know that's you know the same reason they say that a lot of those guys are getting out now from jail and they're like kind of trying to get back into it, but it's kind of a fractured organization. Yeah. Um, is the same way that if everybody's in jail for all the shit that was done back in the day and then Henry Hill gets out, like there's nobody really left to go right, go right, get him. Right. That's why I, I, I know I've mentioned this in the show before, so I apologize. But when he used to do Howard Stern, he would call into Howard Stern. They had that whole thing back in the day. <laughs> right, right. And people would call up Howard Stern and say, well, um, you're gonna, you're dead. We're going to kill you. You're a rat. And and he would laugh in their face. And he would laugh at yeah. them. He would just completely yeah. laugh. Because I think because he knew nobody's around anymore and you're not a serious person. Like, yep. like if you were really part of this, you wouldn't be calling the Howard yeah, Stern show. Stern. <laughs> it's high pitch. Eric. He's gone. High pitch. Eric. Going, I'm going to kill you. Motherfucker. <laughs> you're dead. while you're sl- where you sleep. You're going to sleep with the fishes. Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't that's, do that's, I like high pitch. Eric as of like, just, just mafia. High pitch. Eric. Message. <laughs> I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah. What in the head? <laughs> Leave the gun. Take the cannolis. <laughs> there it is. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. So that's what it boils down to. So yeah, there's no happy so, uh, endings of these movies and uh, just the entire film um, of Gotti was just uh, just not a happy experience, even as a filmmaking experience. Just so bad. Also, if you're E the from only happy ending was that the people working on the movie were happy when it was over. That's the only <laughs> happy ending. Exactly. Finally. If you're E from Entourage, how are you? What do you like? Why? Who? Why? Because you, you, know, you had a couple bucks. You were on 10 years. Yeah. You were on Entourage. Happy you got years? to make out with Emmanuel. Ch- yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. You'd be happy for the run you had. Also, it's like it would have, you know, you could have gotten a job TV directing somewhere. Yeah. So what is the what is the story that you're like I I have to direct this 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 Gotti movie that's that is the worst thing. Yeah. Uh well like I'm talking he... like I will I will put that up against like when people go like the the winner for worst movie of all time right, right. I will that that's in your top 5 of those like it's that bad. <laughs> I got to watch it just for you got to just check it out just for yeah cuz it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime so you could check it out. It's 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 worth it's worth like for it's so bad the parts parts of it are so bad that it's worth to get the laugh out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now, Andy. It's no cool hand, Luke. How about sure that, isn't. buddy? It sure is not. not. Oh, the other thing I wanted to one thing I wanted to mention about cool hand, Luke, and I should have done. What we were talking about it a little bit. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you're gonna get mad at me for saying this. Um, I see where uh, Ryan Gosling gets his inspiration from. Interesting. I think that uh, I'm not saying like, yeah. Oh, I think I think I don't. Steve McQueen comes off like I, I Ryan Gosling, I should say, comes off like he's trying to act like Steve McQueen. The quiet like the Paul the, Newman. The, the, what? Steve McQueen. I mean, Steve Paul Newman. McQueen. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Paul Newman. <laughs> I was like, what? And I thought there's, the, there's like a new director called Steve McQueen, right? I thought I confused me. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm talking about Paul Newman. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's where <laughs> Ryan Gosling gets his inspiration from, which I never realized. It's so funny how people confuse Paul Newman for so many things. One time in college, mind you, we were very stoned, but my, my roommate, Mike, who is a medical doctor now, we were so high and he goes, uh, we're like we 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 shared a a dorm sophomore year, so you know it's basically a room. You sleep almost in bunk beds. We were we'd smoke the bowl, and we're actually like falling asleep. With you know we got the lights on and everything, and he just goes, you know how you like have you talk to your buddy in bed. You just go, he goes, hey man, what was that movie with Wayne Newman um, playing pool? It was like Pool Shark, and I go. You mean Paul Newman in the color of money? <laughs> he goes, yeah, 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 that's it. I go, Wayne Newman in Pool Shark. Like, he He's just took he, a few of the words and kind of tried to paint by numbers it together. Is he my mom? Yeah, that's that's what yeah, I want, like exactly. my mom does. Like I I knew it was. I just I can compl- at least I got the name right. I well, just you got Newman and Pool, part. and you 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 can stitch it together that way. Um. Yeah, they're just they're just pulling. You know what that is. That's also usually like, is he not a movie fan? Nah, not a big movie guy. That's they. 
that's that. I think that's that. Because when you're a movie fan, you get like the details right. So most sure, of the time, sure. even if you're saying the wrong name, like I just did. But, I kind of would like to see Wayne Newman in Pool Shark. <laughs> <laughs> just a swarthy Las Vegas guy hangs around the pool as an older person. The Pool Shark, baby. Yeah, that'd be great. Singing, <laughs> singing Donkey Shane around the pool. Absolutely. I can write that in my sleep. Um, but yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Sorry. I just fucked up the name. Um, it's okay. Paul um, Newman. I'll, know, I'll, I'll look for Gosling now because I just don't know enough Gosling that well off the top of my head to be able to point to it. But based based off Cool Hand Luke, I'm like, I'm like, this is like the base of this guy's whole persona. Like it kind of comes off. It comes off the same way. Like other Paul Newman roles, I, I don't see it as much. But for some reason, I see it in Cool Hand Luke. Like, yeah, maybe because there's not much. It's so quiet. Maybe the quiet thing, like, you know, that kind of thing. It's like it, there's not much said. Uh, cool Hand Luke does not say that much. I'll tell you this much for free. As a my record of staunch heterosexuality, uh, Paul Newman was a good-looking man in that movie. <laughs> He's got those blue eyes, and he flashes that smile. You go, yeah, I get it, ladies. <laughs> if Paul Newman was to, like, play gay chicken with you, do you think you would just let him go all the way? I would just let him yeah, do whatever he wanted. <laughs> I would, I would, I would speed it up. <laughs> I would just right our mouths together. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you lost. And he's like, no, I didn't. You're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> they were telling like, that story of gay chicken. And from me in high school, when my gym teacher I, caught us, me and Sean Corcoran. No, Sean, was the, Sean Corcoran is, was the guy who was the best at gay chicken. Like he wouldn't back away and you'd always be the one to go. Ah! get the hell out of here it's weird <laughs> so we were doing it one day like by our lockers and we had our freshman year gym teacher mr shepherd who's like the baseball coach he's a man's man let's put it like that yeah you know, sure baseball coach football coach gym teacher that kind of guy a man's like, man in, in, a man's man in short shorts for gym, sure, gym yeah the classic like whatever those those like felt classic yeah. 70s football coaches sure corcoran and i had a locker next to each other and he just like shut his locker as a joke and did the, you know, the Chris Farley shuts his eyes, opens his mouth, starts leaning in and we're doing gay chick. And Mr. Shepard comes by and goes, Hey, what the hell's going on? You're going to kiss him. <laughs> and we're like, no, we're doing a game. He goes, what the hell kind of game is that? <laughs> you can't explain gay chicken to a kid. To a also, gym this, is, this is in, in the locker room. Also, this is, next, this is like in our, in the hallway. There are like lockers. <laughs> At an all boys high school. Yeah, of course that dude freaked out because because I guarantee you that that happened at your high school and it was not a game. I guarantee you that <laughs> there was multiple times that might have happened. And he was like, not again. I <laughs> call these kids parents now and figure some shit out. I swear to God, we're playing a game. I bet you were. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're playing a game. Sounds like the first excuse somebody would say yeah. when they're about to or break it. out like yeah yeah no, no, it's a it's a game nothing it's a joke <laughs> just like what's his name in sopranos when he's in the yeah, leather yeah. outfit and he's dancing he goes, what it's a joke it's a joke uh, it's the best excuse i've ever heard oh what it's a joke it's a <laughs> so funny veto oh <laughs> uh, oh man i could talk mafia for eight hours <sighs> i we should just do a whole month's we worth of mafia start episodes a new mafia a new let's let's do Oh my god, that'd be the worst. What would what would how would we make money? Like we're not are you Joke holding mafia. up <laughs> comedian mafia? 
I don't know how we'd make money. Yeah, because I don't want to. I'm not like you know strong arming anybody. Yeah, you I don't want to shake anybody down. You just want to tickle their funny bone. Yeah, it would get. I, I'm such a softy too. They'd be like, I can't pay this week, and I'd be like, All right, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same I'll bring way. my kneecaps. I go kneecap. Wait, give me a Snickers bar. I'll get the hell out of your hair. Also, like Andy, Andy is too punny to be a mafia guy. Like he would just go. <laughs> He'd be like, the Don doesn't do puns. You can't do puns. Right. You, can, no. you would just do puns all the time. I do love mafia nicknames, though. Those are fun. Andy Flowers. Mafia nicknames? Oh, yeah. That I like yours a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I, we didn't even say what mine would be. It's Here's the thing. It's usually something derogatory <laughs> toward the person's physical appearance. Yeah, you know? that's true. What would mine be? Like, all right. So what would... Uh, I mean, it, I don't want to hurt your feeling. Say whatever you want. I don't care. It would be, you know, like if there was another, you know, you'd be something bald, maybe. Oh, yeah. Something bald. You know, uh, or Sean- you got arthritis in your knees. You'd be like, Shawnee, yeah, it'd be Shawnee kneecaps over there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee, no knees. Shawnee, no knees. No knees. I like Shawnee, no knees. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. usually got to be alliterative, you know. Shawnee, no knees sounds fantastic. You, would probably, you, you might be the Irishman, though, because of Donnelly. Yeah, I wouldn't be allowed to join Shawnee and Irish. You, and you can't join either. You have to be full Italian. Yeah. But back in the day, those, I'm those sure they loose, looser rules. I think the yeah. funniest part about I don't know that if I could ever get made. Yeah, they were like, um, I feel like the mafia had that role for like 10 minutes and they're like, oh, this Irish guy will kill people. OK, let him in. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like after a while, they were just like, all right, he can't join joint, but he can hang out with us. Like it's like, you're not like it's like a little kid thing. Like you can't come in the treehouse, but you can hang out on the stump by the stump <laughs> yeah. of the tree. No uh, I, Murs, we're allowed to have one. uh andrew this was quite the uh fun episode i'm so excited andy andy flowers can you please tell them where you will be doing your particular brand of comedy or even if it's digitally or in live or over the (laughs) airwaves or what are you gonna do sure uh well you can hear me digitally each week on sirius xm satellite radio on channel 99 that is raw dog uh thursdays at 4 p.m i have a show called the raw report where we have uh, celebrities and comedians and anybody in the entertainment industry, anybody we uh, want to talk to. We have an interview show this week. We had comedian Michael Somerville, one of our pals. And uh, Shawnee also has his show 24 hours prior to that. It's called Celebrate. It's on the same channel at 4 p.m. That's Wednesdays and then 4 p.m. on Thursdays. So go check us out there. And you can find my dates on andyfiori.com. We have a bunch coming up. Shawnee and I have some shows together coming up. I have yep. Omaha Funny Bone. I have Pittsburgh Improv. I have uh, Soul Joel's with Shawnee coming up. So uh, just follow the kid at Andy Fiore on, on all that stuff, and you'll you'll see where I'm at. Cool, and I'm at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter, and I have the House of Comedy in Arizona coming up in May, which I'll Ooh. mention again, and the shows with Andy, and I have one other one that I can't remember right now, but I will tell you next week because it's far enough away where I can do that. Yeah, I think and- May 1st, you and I. That one's coming up quick. Yeah, May Two 1st. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, Oxford, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it should be a fun one. And then, um, uh, thank you so much to uh, to Buster Palm himself, Mike Buster Suarez. Palm. Uh, we had to get out of here, but thank you so much to the laugh button. Thank you guys. He's for already listening. got a great mafia. Hit up. Oh, absolutely, Buster Palm. Mikey yeah. Bush. No, Bush. Mike, oh, Mikey Bush. Oh, Mikey yeah, yeah. Bush. That's from Bronx he's Tale. A bu- he's a button man. Which is a great segue. You can listen to my episode of Celebrate with Chaz Palmer Terry right that's now right. on right. Uh, on the old uh, Sirius app. Um, also at the DYM podcast on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. And thank you so much. Send us uh, mafia to, names. 
thank you so much you guys listening subscribe tell your friends tweet at us we'll tweet right we'll tweet right back we'll we'll say hello thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week bye-bye